This is the full interview from a segment from the Overdrive radio and podcast program. For more information, go to drivenmedia.com.au. We have talked recently with Roland Rivero from Kia, their product manager, about their Nero in particular, their car that has electric options to it. And there's a, a little bit more as this uh, story evolves, and we're very thankful that he joins us on the line. G'day, Roland. G'day, David. Always a pleasure. I appreciate this. I've squeezed you in in a very busy day. You have the Nero SUV, and it's the only SUV on the market at the moment with a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, and electric vehicle. What do you reckon the split will be in the sales in the near future? Oh, look, a lot of it will be supply-driven, and currently the minimum quantity that we've, we've got agreed with Kia headquarters is about 100 a month. And that breakdown works out to be around about 20 units a month for the EV and about 70 units a month for the hybrid. And uh, the gap, 10 or so units a month, is obviously the plug-in hybrid. Yeah, it's surprising that perhaps the plug-in hybrid might be the least of the performers, as you and I have spoke about on the program week or two ago. It really is the best of both worlds, isn't it? Is that what do you think the market will dictate? It's one that I think we need to work on also from our side is educating the customer and helping them understand which of the green car techs are uh, the best fit for them. Realistically, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the plug-in hybrid, obviously, because I think you do get the best of both worlds in that if range is an issue and there are still some customers out there with, with a bit of range anxiety, that's not a concern, obviously, for the plug-in hybrid. But at the same time, if you want to minimise your uh, your carbon footprint, and really when it's in EV mode, and you're you're at least you know under 70% throttle or less than 120 kilometres an hour, or not driving in sport mode, effectively you're zero emissions for a good 50 plus kilometres. You can have your cake and eat it too with the the plug-in hybrid. But at the same time, if you want to manoeuvre and, uh, and and get into the right lane and overtake really quickly, then you'll obviously apply a lot more throttle uh, and, and go exceed the 70%. And uh, the internal combustion will kick in and uh, you'll get that, that nice nice lift. Even if you press the EV button to operate on battery, if you give the accelerator a good boot, my experience was the petrol engine will come in. That is correct. That is correct. So at greater than 70% throttle, you will get the petrol engine kicking in and also in sport mode. So if you choose sport mode, there's always going to be a little bit of little bit of assistance there coming through from the internal combustion. And, and, and greater than 120 kilometres an hour also relies heavily on the petrol. You talked about educating the customers. Has the introduction of this Nero into the Kia fleet meant for a very specific and targeted education campaign, not just for the mechanical people in dealing with electronics, but the salespeople in dealing with how to convey the best message to the customer? Precisely. So across our dealer network, we've implemented a fairly rigorous training program whereby we're asking them to qualify the customer, get a better understanding of their needs and wants, at the same time get an understanding of their Their living circumstances, are they, for instance, in an apartment block whereby strata may have issues with installation of 
of a charger, and then perhaps maybe whilst they may desire an EV, it may not be the the best fit for them. For example, at the same time, there there may be others that have their own lockup garage uh, on a freestanding block, and they would be a, a perfect candidate. For example, and there wouldn't be any hassles with getting strata approval. There are uh, numerous scenarios that will apply and uh, they will differ customer by customer. And all we can do is uh, work with that customer to suggest uh, what the best solution will be. Ultimately, the customer will choose, but definitely our dealer network, our front front line, our salespeople will be uh, working with them as best as possible to help guide them through the process. It is a model that's been around for a while and you will update probably within the year. Is it very important then not to sell a car that doesn't well suit the customer because A, there will be a, a, you know, a new version later and they may have been stung by not suiting them. Is this a case where car manufacturers actually have to say merely to sell the numbers in the short term is not the issue? We've got to consider the long-term impact? It's an interesting point you make there and... Again, I'd say that uh, it will vary and case by case. It's not always about what's the latest and greatest. It's just what's important for them at the point in time, at, at point of sale. And whilst there is a, a new model perhaps 12 months away, I still think that for some, the Nero today, as it is, is still going to be a great fit. It's still very well equipped. It's got you know the latest safety features, autonomous emergency braking, and all the, the lane-keeping functions, etc., all the advanced active safety features are there, seven airbags. It's, it's still very well equipped. And, yes, there is a new model that's not, not too far away, but 12 months is 12 months, and some people can't wait that long, and some people need a, a green vehicle right now. And we've had that demand for, for a while now. Uh, we've had various fleets and various customers and corporates knocking on our door asking us when are you going to bring the Nero in or a green vehicle in and we've finally got that opportunity and at the same time we've got an opportunity to to ready our network you know with the majority already ready to sell and ready to service front end and back end across the nation and we've only got and maybe only a couple of dealers that are still waiting to get their charges installed so it's still a very important launch and i believe that preparing Kia for more green vehicles to come so that we can support the nation and its demands, it's still a very good thing that we brought the Nero in at the time that we did. And it's also the point that you're bringing it in with a long-term vision, not just a short-term, let's cash in on the electronic trend at the moment. That's precisely correct. All the way up to headquarter level, there is a long-term vision, uh, medium to long-term vision to expand our green car fleet. As you know, we've invested in a dedicated platform, EGMP platform for pure electric, and that will roll out a plethora of vehicles based off that platform. So, as Mr. Song called it, Plan S uh, that's been developed to cater to uh, well to all regions, and Australia is very much uh, a part of that plan. We're not just doing this as a see how we go and toe in the water. This is proper. We're, we've got a long-term view of this and uh, we're here to uh, to support our customers and to implement the latest technology in keeping with Plan S, which is a global strategy. 
Uh, lovely again to talk to you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. And that's Roland Rivero, who is the product manager at Kia, who is not only juggling the new Nero as it comes out, but as you've heard, both the Serato and the Sportage has got a number of cars, many cars, that they are developing for the future in the short term. Overdrive is a radio and podcast program featuring road tests, interviews and features on motoring and transport. More information is available at drivenmedia.com.au and podcasts on Spotify or iTunes.